2: This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Fitt. Hey everybody, it's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey guys, this is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. What? Hi, I'm Taylor Drury from Jersey. Dur- Outdoors. Hey this is Nick Lutz from Bone Collector. Hey this is Melissa
0: Buckley. Working class bull hunter. Working class bow hunter working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bull hunter podcast. Working class bull hunter working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunters hunter. hunter. You're listening to the working class bowl hunter. That's right. This is a podcast for Billy Joe bucket the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T-Bone Turner from the Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in.
1: really not that good.
2: Hey, this is Steve with the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. Uh, We made it back. This is the post-ATA show. We're all alive and well in the studio at 1600 Buckslayer Place, Beautiful Bucketorium, Sherrard, Illinois. Feels good to be home. In the studio today is Kurt. Hello, everyone. Oh, he's busy doing something. Douglas. What's up, fellers? Nobody else. Just us. That's
0: it. Eric died. <laughs> I had it zoomed in on our uh, on our program here, and it looked like the podcast was hauling ass. Dude, I'm like, it was hey. like, oh, all right, here, I got to <laughs> what I was going to. I'm like, damn, we have a time and a half here. Uh, yeah. No, yeah. This is the unnumbered episode. This is a bonus content type of thing. This episode is in between some of the episodes that we are uploading from ATA. Um, by the time this goes up, there's already been two up. 191 and 192. Mr. Larry McCoy from Respect the Game and the Outdoor Group and the boys from The Breaking Point. Yeah. And, uh, so fun episodes recorded at ATA with the rubline marketing uh, crew um, big shout out to them for letting us basically take over their room and uh, kind of be in the middle of everything which it worked out for both of us um, it brought people in and people got to see what we were doing and uh, so good times good times absolutely we couldn't uh, we couldn't do this podcast
2: without all the wonderful people we did meet definitely Gotta give a shout out to elite
0: archery lead archery HHA sports. Sin Crusher, um, just the whole gang. Rob from Rattler, Rattler Grips. Yep. Mana Coolers, um, Smiths Custom Meats and Deer Processing. They weren't at ATA. That's a local sponsor for us, uh, but super thankful for all of them. Um, this since this is a kind of a bonus episode, we're not going to get into all that. If you listen to every other episode, you know um, our relationship with them. And uh, what they're all about, but if you don't check them all out, the description is uh, or there are their links to all the, uh, all their shit is in the description of the episode. Man, stumbling over myself. All ever. their
2: shit, yeah, the people who work their lives just for <laughs> yeah, they got some good shit.
0: Let's just say that ozone going came in handy with five dudes. Oh, hungover ooh, driving I mean, home from
1: ATA. Yes, yeah, well, we're
0: driving two ATA. Steve's farting the whole time, so rough. Let's just cut into it because. You know we're going to talk about the sponsors and the people behind the companies within this episode. So I, what I meant by the shit is I didn't feel like we need to cover it there when it's all going to be the entire episode. <laughs> Absolutely, um,
2: but we are still going to do a vet shout out because uh, every episode we we want to do a vet shout out. Sometimes hey we we miss them and uh, we know that you know the the going deal is hey if if we miss one Steve donates ten dollars to a, a vet charity. So uh, but the vet shout out this week. Is Ben and Andy Straley? They're in the army. Brothers serving, and that was uh, that was sent in by Brenda Hammond. Where have we heard that name from? I don't know. Never heard it. Uh, I can't Sounds wait. Familiar. To, I can't wait to see Brenda at the garage party because
0: the what are they? The gooey balls? What does she make? Steve's talking about the working class bow hunter garage party that we have. Yeah, and Remember the working class
2: bow hunter mother and giving gooey balls. Uh, whatever she makes, uh, it's like our special brownies or something like that. Oh, my God. But, you know, we do uh, we do want to give a shout-out to those, uh, those two vets currently serving in the Army. So, Ben and Andy, thank you for your service to this country. Uh, we couldn't do this podcast without you. Certainly couldn't do it in English without you. We might be speaking German or Russian or some other non-American language. Just kidding. Any language is absolutely fine as long as... Uh, <laughs>
0: as long as you speak the truth. Great. So. Great. Thank, Thank you for your service. Yeah, thanks, guys, for your service. Appreciate the shout-out. Um, let's move oh. right into our go- – what? what do you got? But if you do have a vet
2: shout-out, check out our tab at com. We've got the vet shout-out tab. So if you've got someone that you want to shout-out and you're kind of shy to email us or you know you only listen to this podcast, you don't do social media, you can go ahead and send it there. One more big shout-out that
0: we got to do. Yeah. And I think you guys will appreciate uh, what this <coughs> – what this shout out has to offer. Um, our great buddy TJ Unger from the Virtue. Um, he is kind of partnered up with uh, White Taylor apparel. I'll link this in in the description of the episode. But White Taylor did a, a special keychain bottle opener, the T J Unger edition. And, you know, this goes like the proceeds from the purchase of this bottle opener go to help Liz and T J Unger. Um just with like medical bills and just whatever else it may be from TJ's accident that he had. Um, so check it out. I ordered one and they have some awesome shirts that I'm a big fan of, um, all whitetail hunter, uh, focused. And I think you guys will enjoy them. It's a different, kind of a different take on apparel for the hunter and, uh, check it out. Um, all the shirts are right around 20, 25 bucks. So right in the fair price range and, uh, just check it out. It's for a good cause. Get yourself one of those, uh, bottle openers and, uh, Never go thirsty. There you go.
1: They're cool looking, too.
0: Yeah, they are really cool looking. Um, so look for that link after the episode. Well, why don't we dive right into it, fellas? Yeah, man. Po- the post-ATA episode. So
2: this- I still have not got my voice back from all this shit I talked.
0: <laughs> yeah. So this, uh, this basically our crew that went down to the ATA show was myself, Eric, Mark, Doug, and and Steve, and we all went, rolled D. Save the best for last. That's all that. And it was basically, Steve, it was your ATA. Doug, it was your ATA. It was Mark's first ATA. Um, did I say first before all those? I don't remember. Yeah. You guys' first. It was
2: it was my ATA. I
0: cleaned house. You guys' first ATA. Um, it was me and Eric had been there several times. So you guys didn't really know what to expect. No, absolutely not. But I mean, you told me
2: what I should look out for and, uh, Dude, it was, man, it was an amazing experience. I mean, when you always talked about and I know this shouldn't, shouldn't be the big takeaway, but, dude, the building we were in
0: was massive. God,
2: I, I didn't think it was a year You're like, dude,
0: it's huge, and it was never-ending. Let me clarify one thing, too, because I think we did, like, the pre-ATA show, yeah. and uh, which also should have been a bonus episode, but <clears throat> I think I talked about how, Maybe on that episode or another one recently, they talked about the fad of like this bro hunter. Like the the industry is like taking a weird turn. I thought, and I was like projecting like the next three years. I thought I'd do this, and then it would drop off. And I gotta say, this year was very, very, very refreshing. I just felt like everyone there was genuine, and I did. I wasn't surrounded by like the broness and like the the overwhelming like. I didn't feel like it wasn't a, a fitness trade show. Mm-hmm. I felt like it was a true. Bow hunting and hunting trade show, which is such a very refreshing feeling, and we were surrounded surrounded by just great people. And maybe it is that we're just surrounding ourselves with the right people in the industry, and that's why things seem so much better. Or it's just everything as a whole is getting better. But I just wanted to clarify that right off the bat that the the hunting industry is a really great place, and this kind of put hope back into it for me as far as what the future of this business. It's a business. It's it's a passion for us, but there is a business to this passion, Mm -hmm. and that is what ATA is. And so it was a very refreshing thing to experience about how many good good people there are, and how you can literally we went up, man, we made so many friends, and we got to talk to so many people and hang out with them, and it was just it was fucking awesome, man. It really was. And
2: the best part is Kurt learned who who bought the fucking pizza. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: yes we did that'll be an inside joke forever yeah we
2: we went there no i uh uh probably the best moment of ata is like obviously the uh we we get there uh, because i want to start out we get there the night before we have a couple uh a couple drinks beforehand and you know, we get back to the hotel, and we're all just—I think we're all super excited. We're all, no one can sleep. We get about an hour of sleep. We get to the show about like six thirty. All our gear's there. We're ready to go, and uh, we know where we're going to put all our stuff, but we don't really know where it is. And oh, we're, doors early, lock as you shit, out. Yeah. we're early as shit. Early as shit. Now, big shout out to Chase for telling Kurt to quit being so professional all the time,
0: <laughs> which is <laughs> so awesome.
2: We finally find out where we're going. And we're there, and he's like, Hey, I'll be there with a the key for a little bit. And everybody's like walking in. We start seeing, like, you know, you start seeing all the polos with that, say, the outdoor group. I'm like, Oh, okay, here, here's this. And all I hear down the hall is, Hey, there's the working class bow hunter crew. And holding up, like, the, if you're a pro wrestling fan, the two sweet sign with our good buddy Darren Christian Berry. Dude, he walks right up to us, makes a beeline. Uh, no, actually, and, and, I'm, and I'm jumping the gun. We saw Larry McCoy. Because Larry
0: McCoy showed up first. Basically, you're just showing the, you're just telling about the introduction for some whatever reason, where we could yeah. be using this time to talk about the whole weight of the show.
2: <laughs> oh, do you want to talk about the whole weight of the show? <laughs> well,
0: yeah, I didn't want to just All talk right. about when we got there and we're waiting to get into it. I'm her.
2: sorry, let's, uh, let's put a pin in that, because I did forget about the... Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, just, yeah.
0: let's just cut into like, yeah, let's the talk show. About we you know? It. we said there. we podcasted there, and what you you guys are going to see a lot more um, episodes that we recorded, um, which uh, I think they were all great episodes that we did, and I hope they all turn out okay because it was all – it's mobile podcasting. We're out of the studio. We're out of the element. We're on the fly. We're in person with these people, so you don't want to be rude to try and, like, fix things on the fly. Maybe if something goes south, kind of the nerve-wracking thing because, you know, I'm – to be honest with you, we're more – real hunters and rednecks than we are nerdy podcast guys. Like, you know, podcasting's fun. This is something we like to do, but at the end of the day, I don't give a fuck about podcasting. I'm an a, I'm a bow hunter. Mm-hmm. you know? So, I'm not a big nerd. I want to put up the best content and quality uh, audio as possible, but sometimes it doesn't work that way. I think they all turned out pretty decent.
2: But, I think so, yeah.
0: We, um, we went
2: back and sampled a couple of them, and they sound really good on that. Well, just that's just
0: me kind of clarifying, like, if something does sound a little different, it's because I'm a fucking redneck. I don't care. Yeah, you dude. We, you know, whatever. Um, but no, man, we got to cut it up. Like, the outdoor group area with Elite and, and everyone, all the Elite bows, that was the hot spot of the whole show, uh-huh. man. Like, I, I didn't see any more attention. I, I mean, there's attention to other bow booths, but that's what the hot spot was Elite's booth, man. That ritual, that ritual man, <laughs> was sounding off. It was just throwing body shots on every other bow there at ATA. And, dude, hard Hoyt guys that we have known for years that are they bleed hoyt who is that you want to put them out there no you don't have to. i will right now no hell not <laughs> yeah, um, I,
2: <laughs> I thought you were
0: <laughs> <laughs> um just guys that we've known a long time that have grew up on hoyt bow techs that that know bows know how bows should uh-huh. feel know what a good feeling bow feels like you know you got to remember people at ata aren't joe schmoes that are like that bow's awesome or that bow sucks these are all guys that respect archery and respect different products and uh there's some diehard Hoyt guys that are like that ritual. Though, let's talk about this. this. That thing is badass. Yeah,
2: we. um remember we got to we got to shoot that thing, and I don't know if you want to get into this now.
0: Yeah, well, as well.
2: Well, because uh, I, w- I want to go back to uh, a really cool moment, but Doug's us. I I, I I just want to say something
1: real quick. So you just cut must, in. Bro. You must have met Darren and them when I was pulling the truck back around. But when we first got to a room, we were waiting. And the first, like Kurt's, all telling me about you know these people are just gonna be walking around and be anybody. Oh yeah, you can just see anybody? Yeah, because no didn't know what to expect. And the first person we see is T Bone. Uh-huh. Yeah, this happened like walks up five and minutes talks after. To us, like I don't know, like there's normal people, like there's normal guys hanging out. Yeah, and then well, we're talking it, to T Bone, and I can see from oh, the right. I can see this is great. I can, see, I can see Michael O'Dell coming. No one else saw him coming, so I just waited to see what he'd do. He comes behind us and he's just on his phone, like he didn't want to interrupt us, like he's being so polite. And then he just, oh, what's up, guys? I'm Michael Waddell. It's like, yeah, we, we know who you are. Yeah, that was hilarious. He shook our it, hands and everything. I was like, that's crazy.
2: Because we were sitting there, you know, uh, like we saw t This is like five minutes after Darren walked in. I'm like, all right, man, that's cool. We already saw Darren and Larry and Scott Bakken, we just seen like two minutes before that. So he's coming down the hall, and I see t And I'm like, hey, guys, watch this. So like, I go <laughs> and like hide behind like this, uh, like that big map that shows you where everything is. It's in the middle of the hallway. So if you're like at a mall and you see a map, it was something similar to that. So then I like I'm peeking around, and he goes, "Oh, it's a Steve." So we're just shooting the breeze, and yeah, we're all just talking. And all of a sudden, like right next to Kurt's, go Marvin Waffle House.
0: That's insane. Yeah, they like pat me on the shoulder, and I turn around. I'm like,
2: "Oh shit, Waddle. <laughs> and he's sitting there, like, and I'm just being stupid. You know, I'm on an hour of sleep, so I'm just like talking. And he, you know, we're all just having a good time. <laughs> Dude, the funniest shit was when he's like, you know, he's talking, he reaches his hand, he goes, hey, my name's Michael, nice to meet you. <laughs> like, I look at his tag, I go, oh, yeah, Michael, I got you.
0: But yeah. goes,
2: <laughs> I was just like, screwing with that him. That like, goes to tell you, like, it how is.
0: good of people they are, you know what I mean? Oh, it's yeah. Exactly. He never thinks he's like, you should know me. Like They that, were awesome. That attitude, I'd never, I've met Wada a couple of times, Well, a few times now, and I've never got that vibe, like, you should know who I am, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, the first time I met him, because Waddell's a lot of people's idols, man. He's one of them. Oh, yeah. Especially me growing up hunting. I he, Waddell was the man. And uh, for me, you know, he, I looked up to him so crazy. Like, the uh, first time I met him, he was busy. You know, everyone's trying to talk to him. And I just kind of, like, spilled it out. Like, hey, man, you know, like, you've been my hero. Like, my whole, like, me growing up hunting. And I got every DVD you're on. And, and he, like, cut everyone off. He's like, dude, I really appreciate that. Like, thank you so much. Like, full-blown gave me his genuine, like, thank you. And I was like, okay. That made it for me right there, so that went a long way with me. And he knows, I think he knows that stuff, man. You got to be that way. You got to be genuine and like thankful for people that got you to where you are.
2: You want You guys want to hear a really funny T Bone story? When we're recording a podcast with uh, Broad Force Targets, uh, we had the the owner and I'm, I'm spacing on his neighbor, David. We had huh? Huh? David, David, and we had uh, Shane and Katie Reigns. Love those two. Got to meet them finally. We're podcasting where we are, and I just hear like i thought i heard my name or something i look and i look out and there's t-bone and he like did something and then just like smiled and pointed at us and just took off and i was like that oh, there goes t-bone <laughs> you know it's awesome photo bombing or podcast bombing if you will so good so <laughs> and mark, mark reif uh who was out there just comes back in. And he's laughing he goes dude waddy
0: was with him too <laughs> that's so good no, dude, man, we had so much fun. Like, back to the Elite booth, man. That ritual. We shot the Ritual and the Echelon. Wait. We shot something else,
2: too, and I think you need to put it out there before <laughs> I, will. I release pictures. I will. I will. No, you need to say it right now. Kurt, what did you shoot? I, w- I want to talk about the Elite's first. I know, but we need to I shot to a KMX crossbow. Oh, team. yeah, you did. I well, shot we all did. Was but it not fun to shoot? It was cool. Yeah,
0: it was cool. It was all right, pretty it was, badass. We just had to air that dirty laundry But out. it was cool, but I... I still don't think it should be season long. That's all. No, no, not at all, dude. I was aiming at this one little spot, and I'm like shaking, like no sleep. I'm like, I'm never gonna hit this spot. It's exactly where I was aiming. I'm like, you, and I didn't even do anything,
2: uh, dude. Coyote hunting with that thing would be a fucking blast.
0: They're easy to shoot. They are. Where's the challenge? He now, was they like, were
2: quality, easy, though.
0: They easy. were they were cool, man.
2: I guess. <laughs> they were pretty yeah. sweet, though. They were cool. But the coolest thing was... That uh, uh, ritual, though. We shot that ritual mm-hmm. right in front mm-hmm. of Darren Christianberry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, here, here's, here's how much pressure was on us, all right? We were walking around, and my idol was kind of in the background real wild. We'll get into that in a little lurking. bit. He's lurking. Darren Christianberry. Oh, Philip Vanderpool's right
0: there. Darren Christianberry. Paul Biggs Paul on the Biggs camera. Paul
1: Biggs on the camera filming everything. Paul Biggs on the camera. they're really putting the pressure on us.
0: Dude, Yeah, we're in the Elite Ritual Reaction video, me and Eric are, so I, check that out. I grabbed the, my longhorn. Yeah, dude. we
1: didn't make it somehow, so yeah. I'm to talk to Paul about that.
0: I know. I'm on my... <laughs> damn, I'm, damn I'm shooting
2: the longhorn. <laughs> dude, I am nervous as fuck. I'm like, dude, if you're ever going to not dry fire anything or like, you know, have a... This is the time to not do it. And I remember I pulled that ritual back. Was I the first one to shoot it? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because you guys made me. I'm on an hour. Uh, no, this is uh, that's the next day. Yeah, this is the next day, dude. I, Which was even again, worse. Again, probably. I'm on an hour of sleep after being on an hour of sleep. I draw this bow back, and dude, I'm telling you what. If you guys think you can't be lack of sleep, you know, no focus, you know, having that pressure on you. Dude, I'm like, you cannot screw up in front of Darren. You will look like a jackass. And Paul Biggs <laughs> is like videoing me, so there is no way I can mess this up. I pulled that thing back and I shot that. And dude, that bow was fucking
0: killer. Here, I gotta say something too, though. Like people, I think that were just, uh, I love this term, Steve. I adopted it from you. Shining this bow, up, yeah, I like shining up too much, like over the top, and. If you've listened to this podcast for any period of time, like you've heard us talk about how much we love like the Energy Series, the E32, the Synergy, the E35. Which, the Impulse. Uh, the, the Impulse is just after. Technically, right? The Impulse isn't part of the Energy Series, is it? Mm-mm. Not yeah. really. So um, I have an E35 now. I still got to set that baby up. Now that season's over, ATA's over, I can get to that. Um, but it, it's one of those things. My Synergy was one of my favorite bows of all time, and I love my tempo. I do. I love everything about that bow. It's a straight killer. Um, but I always kind of base everything I shoot off of what my synergy felt like and <clears throat> the ritual is right up there to what my synergy was. And I had that synergy was fit so perfect to me and just tuned in and just everything about that bow. I loved and I regret getting rid of it every fucking day. I do. I, re- I hate that I got rid of it and I should have never done it. Like, just to have it, just to have it on the wall, I killed my biggest buck with that bow, and it just kind of, it was sentimental, and I got rid of it because I got pressured from a different project, a side project they were doing, and anyway, I kicked my own ass all the time thinking about selling that bow, and uh, I wish I could find out who bought it so I could get it back, but um, <clears throat> this ritual, man, is right in there with that feel of that bow, and, and I know it's going to outperform as far as speed-wise and efficiency-wise. This is... It literally is the most efficient bow right now on the market by quite a bit. And we were talking to the, the the dealer guy there at the Outdoor Group at the Elite booth, and I was thinking, like, not really thinking about the physics of it. And I'm like, well, what if you shoot, like, a heavier arrow? Doesn't it get less efficient? And he's like, well, no, it, get, it would get more efficient. You know, it's putting mm-hmm. more into that arrow. So, if the heavier hunting arrow you shoot, he's like, you can be in the low 90% efficiency range, which is yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Um, it's insane.
2: Yeah, I can't remember. Who and was it telling. doesn't
0: pull like if you're pulling sixty pounds, it doesn't feel like sixty pounds.
2: No. Yeah, it was the I remember exactly who we were talking to. I cannot think of his name,
0: but anyway, it's just something to think about. You know, like that's our experience with this bow. Yeah,
2: what would you think, Doug?
0: I thought it was amazing because right now you're shooting a, a Impulse thirty-one, yeah. right? So it felt like butter. It was crazy, and you shoot a bow, man, dude. You can you can shoot. We had our, our working-class bowhunter shoot, and you were top three in the 100-yard shoot-off.
1: Yeah, appara- I didn't know that, but apparently I can shoot. I didn't <laughs> so, know I was that good. You didn't
0: think you'd hold up? No. You, you were, I really didn't. You were shooting with uh, Colton Brunen, one of our buddies that shoots elite. That's uh, and Then I
1: found out my rest was off the whole time. Really? I was shooting it. Yeah, I was hitting my bow every time I shot.
0: Ooh. Damn. Shit. Hey. Not plugging myself, but. <laughs> but I'm awesome. <laughs> yeah, plug yourself. I'm tired of that, anyway, that that's our elite ritual <laughs> well, no. plug, man. Like, yeah, that's the ritual. If you guys don't believe us, if you're like, oh, we're just selling it, go shoot it for yourself. I, I, you know, It that, feels great. So. The bow will sell itself. It, will. it really will.
2: I'll tell you what bow I want because I, I had thought about it and I told Darren about it. And I'm like, dude, I miss that elite riser. I'm like that victory. Th- Oh yeah, the energy style go, look. Yeah, and I go, I go, dude, this should never go anywhere. And he's like, well, Why don't you shoot that echelon, that thirty-seven? Oh, so good. I'm like, All right. And he goes, well, What draw? You know, because when we first asked what draw length that was, I was like, Ah, twenty-seven. And they like, and everybody goes, Ah, no way. I go, Yeah, I am. No, you said twenty-six. Did I say 20? Well, I didn't mean to say twenty-six. <laughs>
0: He said that, 26, and everyone's looking at each other like, you're 28, son. Like, without even seeing you draw back, like, yeah, you're 28. and they
2: told me I'm 28, and I'm shooting <clears throat> a 27-inch draw length, which feels good, and I like it. I pull back that 28, and I just hear, Dad, Darren's behind me, and he goes, man, look at that. That's a 28-inch. So, you, I get that. You look
0: good on a 28-inch bow, man. And that's
2: wild. So, I get the echelon, and that thing was at, like, 50 pounds. 28 inches, 50 pounds. I pull that thing back and I'm sitting there holding it, and I'm holding it. And keep in mind, I am on with that past week. Now this is this is an honest review, and take this for what it is. That past, I couldn't sleep any any day that week, so I'm probably on maybe eight hours of sleep. Oh, I was shaking like days.
0: a sieve when I pulled that <laughs> Three I, days, I was a little nervous.
2: We went out because this is the second day, and we got. Annihilated that night. <laughs> well, no sleep, so, no food. We're up late. No like, food. We're up late drinking. I'm, I'm just kind of struggling to walk. I drew this I bow struggling
0: back. Struggling to walk. I was, I was. You were struggling to
2: walk. Yeah, I was. I, I saw how much I actually. I got, uh, uh, I got the total of how much we walked uh, each day. But anyway, I draw that bow back, and I'm holding it. And Darren, I don't know if he was just screwing with me or what. He's like. Man, the way you're holding that, you could shoot target. And I let that thing go off and I'm like, this bow is phenomenal. For like you know, for a target bow, the echelon thirty seven is killer. Now I think if I had a thirty nine, I don't know if I would have shot.
0: Hey, if, if you felt if, that good. If you got an echelon, what color would you get?
1: Yeah. What color?
0: <laughs> tell us tell us. We went sunset in.
2: pink, without a doubt. You dog. You
0: know, what? I get the perp. You would get the perp. Yeah,
2: I miss that teal, but I get that, that gray.
0: I get you get the gray. The gray is sexy,
2: dude. Did I not tell you that sunset pink? When we were looking at it, dude, it changes colors, and it is.
0: I do
1: like that, but I feel like everyone else is going to have that.
2: That blue though, the pink. You do? Dude, everybody
0: loving loving pink. So. Huh?
1: Every time, every time in the huh?
0: booth, they're like, huh? "Look at that pink." They that blue. Huh? Look at that pink. No, I'm down for the purple. Well, the, the purple is the purple. Yeah. What else stuck out to you? Like, so Elite was awesome. That was going on. Scott had some new releases out. Those mm-hmm. were fun. Good to play with those. But like we talked a little bit, like in the mini ATA episodes that we did. and You guys will hear this coming up. But we talked about the uh, that uh, the Garmin site, the the Rangefinder site, the the. Um, XeRo or whatever it is, I didn't remember how to pronounce it because <clears throat> I don't care.
2: It was the talk of ATA. That was like the that was it thing. Was thing. It was.
0: That was the thing of ATA. And let's.
2: I found out how much it was like two days ago. It's like I, I thousand guess I never, bucks, yeah, isn't it? Nine hundred ninety nine dollars MSRP. Listen here, you can either get that or an elite bow. Which one you get? Yeah, I
0: had I hadn't decided. We talked a little bit about the pod on the, the podcast, what we thought. Me personally, I. Uh, Okay, Steve's dipping off. We're gonna have to save this convo for CSD. I'll be back. I was just
2: gonna get the
0: pick. All right, <laughs> Steve's back to you, in front <laughs> of. Dude, I was just gonna go run out real quick. Okay, real quick. We're talking about the site. Yeah, because I want you to hear for this. Steve was gonna go take a pee pee. I So this site, <laughs> this site really raises a lot of questions. I think ethically. Oh wait, yeah, and, and but it also like we we talked. We did a podcast with Red Rising. He got up a good point. Brought up a good point where he thinks you know it, it helps with more success in animals and uh, and a more recovery in animals or whatever I, I can't remember exactly right now but like and i kind of you know said you know i sort of am seeing the other side of this um me personally i think it's not a good thing for the archery industry i think that that is crossing the line with technology with archery equipment yep um just how i think a rifle scope shouldn't have like a night vision or like a built-in wind to tell you where to aim, and like yep. you know, it's it's that line to me personally. And if you disagree, I, I respect that, you know. And you probably got your your argument for it. But for me, I see it as there's got to be a line drawn somewhere, man. Next thing we know, it's just going to be it, hunting will not be hunting and it'll be killing.
2: Yeah. How often do we talk about talk about this where does technology in now the Thing I'm the two things I think this is going uh, going against this in particular. Um, Pope
0: and uh, Young is shitting their fucking pants. Off oh yeah, though. there's
2: no way you're uh, man. What do you do? You're still using archery archery equipment, but um, you know here's here's three things that I, I think that a lot of a lot of shooters will will do. Number one, the battery. If that battery goes out, you don't have a pin. You and don't. good luck having a backup. Which leads into number two, your bow setup. Dude, you you don't have to set a bow up, and that's... Well, you do. Well, you do and you, you don't. You get
0: to tune it, but, like, sight-wise, it's... Yeah, right, right. I mean, essentially,
2: different. you're just going
0: out, and then... Uh, and but then, the thing is, it's like, there's got to be a line where archery is this somewhat, like, romantic type of sport. Like, uh-huh. You know, a lot of guys are going to say, well, that's recurve, but... You know, compound archery is a romantic type of field where you have a deep connection with your bow and you've sighted it in and, and you range and you adjust your sight. And range finders are fine. People might argue range finders are one thing, but your range finder is, is detached from your bow. Your bow is its sole piece of equipment. And there shouldn't be on buttons and power buttons and batteries and all this shit. Like sight lights, whatever. Like if you use one, I don't know. It's <laughs> If you need one because your eyes are bad, but if you need one because you're shooting in low light, exactly. you know, <laughs> you know, you make that call, whatever. But it's like this thing, I think that it should be detached. You know, your your bow should you should not have to power up something on your bow mm-hmm. in order for it to work. I mean you know, if, you're, if if I'm gonna outshoot Doug because he's a better shot than me and I wanna outshoot him, I wanna do it because I practice my ass off and going
1: ah, you need that Garmin though. You need that
0: garment. Yeah, Understood. you're in a to I mean,
2: what's next, dude? I mean, you know, you're know, you starting to see arrow trackers. Dude, who's not to say these two dudes are going to come together and build well, well, something let's like oh, let's have list, a let's ask the listeners here.
0: Do you agree kind of with where, what direction we're going, or do you think it's fine and it's more of an ethical thing to have? Or what? what is your opinion on it? Because I, I really want to hear. I don't really know what to think beyond what I've already just said. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know where yeah. else to go with it. Well,
1: well, my thought on it is we probably should have talked to the guys more about it because we kind of just went and held it. But the dot wasn't even centered when I held it. It
0: seemed really glary to me, also. Yeah, very
1: glary. And who's to say you're not going to catch a branch? Like yeah. ranging, like trying to, ra- you're shaking on a buck. Yep. Who's to say you're not going to catch a tree or a brush or, you know, something? Well, I mean, yeah. And I mean, you're just going to blame the site on what you paid $1,000 for.
0: I personally don't think that it's worth 1000 bucks. I mean, come on. Get the fuck out of here. Like, a range finder, you get a range finder for 200 bucks, A good one. Yeah. I you mean,
1: 1000 bucks, you could have a ritual in your hands.
0: I think you buy the best side you can afford for 250 bucks, and you get a decent range finder, and you just keep those forever. That range finder really isn't going to shit out for you. You're going to upgrade it because you feel like upgrading. Um, and your side sure as hell doesn't go bad, especially if you have, like, an HHA with a lifetime warranty or something. You know, you can always... It's always there. Nice plug. Me personally, I mean... I mean, that's the bow we have experience using though. You no, know? Yeah, it's the same exactly. thing. Like if I drop my bow out of the stand and I snap the dovetail off, hopefully that doesn't happen. I but mean yeah,
1: if you drop your bow with his garment, who's to say I mean it's not gonna knock it off?
0: I don't know what the warranty is on. That'd be interesting to know.
1: Yeah, I probably should talk to him more. But we stand by her.
0: It's our opinion, man. Like yeah. it's it's crazy. But that was the thing. That was the talk of the talk of the town at ATA, man. It, it was. The uh the other thing, Steve stepped out of the studio he has a baby bladder, but the other thing was the the two things that stuck out the most that I can remember, and more should stick out, you know, maybe, but maybe not. There wasn't, like, a bunch of, like, crazy groundbreaking stuff. The other thing that stuck out was the uh, the Primo's Blind with the... I don't even remember, actually, what it was called. It's, like, the one-way... I don't really look it up. It was...
1: The, what was It was a badass blind.
0: I, I enjoyed it. It was crazy. It was called
2: Kurt going into, <laughs> going into a blind with other people. While they were in it. The guys from the hunting
1: public were in there, and I was like, oh, hey. Didn't he, Yeah, you can't even see people in there, but when you get in, you can see
0: everything from like, the outside. This the guys from the hunting public. What's up? Dude,
2: it was... Uh, it, that pretty much blind was wild. I just... I loved it.
1: For I, turkey hunting purposes.
2: Yeah, for turkey hunting, and...
1: For deer, it's probably just as good, because, I mean,
0: you couldn't see anybody in there.
2: You know, I, I want to say I, I want to get one, but Kurt's mad at me for already having a ground blind out, so...
0: I'm not mad at you for having a ground blind. I just think you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> One and the same. The the uh, surround view 360. How much are they trying to get for this? Let me look, available in stores starting in February. What we Five
2: hundred bucks, dude. I'll tell you what. You sit in that thing. You would be willing to pay five hundred dollars for yeah, it. Yeah,
0: that's worth five hundred bucks. The only
1: thing that uh, concerns me are badass, anyways.
2: well I, I wish we would have been able to to talk to you know some of the Primus guys but when you put a hot product like that out everybody's there just they were what's busy. what's the t- you know temperature like what if wind's coming through what the hell's happening you know I don't know
0: I don't really care I would
1: imagine, because I already have a double bowl I mean the wind doesn't go through there anyways I would imagine it's the same product just so you can see it's obviously
0: meshy i would I don't know i it's com- more comfortable than sitting and a hang on, so I don't I don't not don't feel bad. I don't know. Kurt
1: hanging stands guy <laughs> here. I am. He ain't moving.
0: Hey. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know who else Screw
0: ground blinds, they suck. <laughs> Change is bad.
2: You wanna know who had something <laughs> that was really cool? Bad. HHA. The new site setup yes. that they got. That was cool. Finally. Oh man. The the way they set it up, um Do
0: you remember dial, what it was called?
2: Oh, I can see the name because I, I saw the. Oh, picture. that was I mean, funny. that
0: You brought it up, but you didn't know what it was called. No, I'm
2: I'm, I'm spacing on the name. Uh,
0: da, 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 the just wait a minute. Keep talking about it. I'll bring it up
2: anyway. So they've got uh, the setup now. So like on the on the dial wheel, it's like more kind of rigid. Like fits your fingers a little more yeah. instead of like easier just to grab
1: the, and turn. instead yeah, of Yeah, and a a it looked
2: awesome. And then when it bottoms out, like that's your twenty. Yeah. Like they set that up, and it's like, dude, that shit is huge. Uh, Kurt, I'll have that name for you before you pull it up. The tetra, the tetra—that's what it was. Good job, Steve.
0: No, no, I, You're uh, doing great. Yeah, cool it. new stuff from AJJ. Other than that, man, like you know, Scent Crusher's always putting out good stuff. Um, man, I, nothing else really stuck out. There's a the new Realtree pattern, but to me, it doesn't man. really look that much different than the the AP Scent Crusher was popping. Oh, you want to yeah, talk about eases. Booth? The Outdoor Group Circle had their shit going on. That was great. Dan Drake Crush for the man Had a party every day At like 2 dude. o'clock at ATA dude, And he's, he's throwing out closets Ozone goes Grenade Everything Dude when throwing he started out. throwing
2: out bags Like normally they're throwing out like grenades And like here's hats Dude he started throwing out duffel bags I'm like oh shit It was awesome oh, Shit's
0: man. getting real We had a crowd around the booth Just everyone piled in It was awesome I, I was pumped, man. Dan knows how to like make people happy. That guy is good spirited all the time. He's just whipping out goodies with the juries. I think Taylor and Mark are up there whipping shit out yeah. with them. Dan's awesome. It was pretty, yeah, it was pretty cool, man.
2: So, and dude, we got to meet a lot of, a lot of cool people. Um, Should we cut into story time?
1: <laughs> we're going there. Story time.
2: <laughs> yeah, just saying, because I was, I was thinking about uh, right before uh, the juries were there who we had on for a podcast.
0: Oh, yeah. No, 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 should we let that simmer? I mean, people kind of know we posted a picture. Oh, right? we
2: already posted a picture.
0: Go ahead. Yeah. I'll, I'll let you say because he's all our hero in all one right. way or another. But yeah, keep, keep the details low because want, I want to. I want the podcast to do itself justice. So don't talk yeah. about what we talked about during the show.
2: No, no, no. Absolutely. So, um, you know, it was a couple weeks ago. Darren Christian Berry said, uh, yeah, I could probably get you real wild. And, dude, that guy's my hero. I'm like, it has to happen. So we see him walking around. He's just he's he's hanging out at the booth. He's just just not like, you know, holding himself high or anything. He's just kinda of hanging out. And I felt like I could have gone up and talked to him a couple of times, but I didn't. I was like nervous.
0: I was scared to talk to him. That's why I was pretty starstruck. Dude, I was too
2: and uh then we uh we had Larry on <coughs> and I, I think I even said it on the on the podcast I was like, Hey Larry, we need to uh we need to get real wild and I was like you know, Darren promised us him, and you don't want to make a liar out of Darren, now do you? And you know, kind of joking, but he goes, "Oh yeah, it can happen." He's like, "Dude, Rio's cool." All right, so <clears throat> later, uh, the, or the next day, we go over and we're just kind of hanging out. And Darren, Darren's the man. Absolutely, I love whole Darren. whole
0: new level of respect. Dude, for dude, that, every dude. guy in a lead is the man. <laughs> yeah, they,
2: <laughs> they all are all
1: super nice.
2: But dude, Darren's just kind of Darren's having the time of his life, and I was like. I go, hey man, uh, you know who? Who do you think we can get? I'm like, you know, Rio's kind of standing over there. He goes, hey Rio, come here. Shows up. He's like, you want to do a podcast with these guys? And uh, he, you know, we're introducing ourselves. And I go, hey man, I'm uh, I'm super glad that uh, Darren could break the ice because you're like my hero, and uh, I would like you to do a podcast with us and not hate us afterwards. He goes, oh yeah, I'm cool.
1: Yeah, he's what? like, he's just like. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. Yeah, he was like so cool. Well,
2: when you want to do it, he's like, well, what are you guys doing right now? Right. Podcasting with you. Apparently we go over there and we get, dude, he's just super cool. And, uh, when we go over there,
0: I'm sad yeah. we had to leave, man, when I think back now. Like, oh, all the sounds- fun we had, I'm sad we had to leave. Well,
2: and, you know, we got to we got to really catch up with him because, obviously, we're, the room we were in, there was business deals that were going to go down, some bigger than others. So, sometimes that door had to be closed, obviously. We knew getting into that. But we get there with Rio, and we're like, hey, you know, this kind of situation, we explained it to him. He's like, yeah, I, I don't care. I'm cool. And we sat out there. He and didn't shit. care at all. We shot the breeze with him for probably, like, half hour, 45 minutes. And he was the coolest dude. We get in the podcast.
0: The coolest, man. The The coolest.
2: coolest. You have to listen to that podcast because there's something that comes up in there that we were like, yo, what? It blows my mind. (laughs)
0: Dude, I killed (laughs) it. I told, I don't know how many people. I'm like, you believe this guy does this? The best (laughs) archer in the world does this. (laughs) Dude. If anyone here, he listen, his wife won't let him do this, so he does yeah, this. That's any, the only thing we can tell
2: you. About. If anyone podcasting here works at a car rental place, you'll know exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> Send
0: us a... <laughs> Dude, yeah.
2: I cannot believe that. Yeah, and he told us that, and, uh, you know, that was, uh, that was incredibly awesome. And then, uh, you know, later that night, um, and we'll get into this more, but... Uh, Got to know him a little bit more uh, at the outdoor group party. You guys are like
0: besties, huh?
2: Dude, apparently, man. I, dude, Steve wouldn't leave his side. Uh, I I don't know. I think it was the exact friends. opposite. It was so cool.
0: Rio wouldn't leave your side.
2: Yeah, he well, was. Well, he is he's top notch, dude. When you guys hear that podcast, you're gonna be like, dude, Rio is the shit. Like, he's a real deal. He's
0: a cool guy, man. I. I just a badass dude.
2: I think we found out how he gets the name of the Honey Badger too. I don't. Know.
0: I don't. Know. I don't think we. Uh, well, I should have asked him how he got his, his name. I'm gonna say. I, I'm gonna say because that's why you think he got it is with the way he got it. I don't. Maybe not. I, I don't I know. think so. He I wish I. I didn't get his number. I'd, I'd text him right now if I could. Hey, what, how'd you get your nickname? No, he's on his way to France right now. Oh yeah. Good luck. Luck of the podcast to Rio right now, boys. And, and Darren. Darren. And Darren. But not Tommy Gomez who we also met. Yeah, Tommy Gomez is not going to France. By the way, I lo- I love Tommy Gomez. I. Didn't get to talk to him much, but anytime someone has tattoos in the hunting industry, I'm all on board. Kurt eats man. it up. I, did. Dude, I I
2: almost got. I almost got you one of those uh, Stephen Real Wild sessions. If uh, things would have worked out, you would have been hanging out with him all night. What's that? Because I, I was like talking to you up at the outdoor group party, but you had to go single handedly with Eric save the Badlands Film Fest. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and that is,
2: a, that is a shoot. Yeah, that is not bullshit. Well, I don't know what
0: story you're talking about, talking me up. I'd like to hear that after this podcast. Oh, absolutely.
2: Well, I thought I he thought well, was, was drunk, next day. so it was
1: probably nothing good.
2: Yeah, it oh, bug. it was
0: everything good. He's an idiot. <laughs> all right, so we get to, after all this podcasting all day, um, Chase from Rubline Marketing hands me the key to the Rubline Marketing Room. While we're still recording yeah, with TJ Unger
2: and Philip Vanderpool and uh, Brady Miller.
0: <laughs> yeah, while we're still recording, uh, Chase is a great dude great friend too uh hands me this key he's like hey man don't lose this key like big money from the convention center if we have to get a replacement key and I'm like you know word up let's you know I got it so after we record we go back to the hotel Drop the key off. I put it in a safe spot because I don't want to go out. She's I was like,
2: "Hold on to that key, Kurt, in case we run a chase." No, I'm not doing that. Okay,
0: that was a lie. Um, <laughs> no, so it wasn't.
2: Uh, I straight up told you that <laughs> you might, you may have,
0: but you can't blame me for why I left it. No, I totally get it because dude. we were going to the outdoor group party, and you don't know where things end up, and you just it's. I would rather it be sitting at the hotel room in a pocket in my backpack than out in my pocket. Yeah, you know, you reach in your pocket to pull something out, and it falls on the ground, and you don't know. Boom, 500 uh, no, yeah. bucks. Yeah, we were, we were going to go <clears throat> have some fun. Yeah. So, I don't blame you. We were trying to get turned, so we went out. Lit. We Uber from a hotel to the outdoor group party. Uh, we took Lyft. Whatever. So, we get to the outdoor Who group. Who knows how
1: many we tried taking.
0: We eat at the outdoor group party. I maybe drink one or two beers, and I'm kind of hanging out there, and I get a call from Mr. Boss Man Chase, and I'm like, uh-oh. Oh. And I'm like, yeah, what's up, man? Kurt, I need you to do something for me, buddy. Get one of your guys. Just Chase knows I'm a boss, just like he's a boss. You know what I'm saying? You weren't
2: wearing the white Adidas Sheltos. So he had some badass. That rub design. line in gold on him.
0: So, Savage. He goes, get one of your guys, man. If you can, I need I need you to help me at the rub line or at the uh, <clears throat> excuse me the Badlands Film Festival. They're giving away two expedition bows for the one of the prizes. <clears throat> and he's like, uh, hey. I forgot them in the room. I need you guys to grab the get your key and go get those uh, those bows. And I'm like, man, dude, I'm at the outdoor group party. Like, Craig Morgan has not even played yet. Yeah, I'm like, dude, I'm at the outdoor group party, the elite party. Like, I we Ubered here. I don't have the key on me. Like, I'd have to Uber back, then Uber back to the convention center, and then Uber from there to the Badlands Film Festival to get these bows there. And he's like, dude, just, if you can get one of your guys to do it, you you would save the whole night. Like, I'll take care of you. I'm like, damn. All right. I got to do it. Whatever. know I was over it pretty quick. I was bummed at first, but I'm over it pretty fast. And I go up to the whole WCB crew and I'm like, hey, boys, you guys stay here. Eric, you can roll with, if you want, we got to take care of some business. Like this thing's done. It, it was no choice. We had to do it, which I'm cool with it, you know? And, uh, <laughs> so we dip off. I'm like, Hey guys, sorry. I got to go. My boss called. We're, we're on our way out. And, uh, So we Uber back, the guy, we pay the Uber driver off to wait for us, grab the key, get to the convention center, run in, grab the bows, and me and Eric are running out of the convention center with these two bows in our hands, and I'm like, fuck, Eric, we should probably slow down, like, someone's going to see us running with these brand new bows out of the convention center and think that we stole them or something, you know? And then, like, then how do we explain it? And uh, he's like, oh, God, you're right, you're right. So we slow down and kind of, like mall walking which did (laughs) look even more like suspicious (laughs) so we get in the uber driver's like like doesn't know what the hell is going on i got two bows in my hand in the back seat and he pulls up to the badlands film festival and we like go to run in to try and make it on time it was like a movie and the security's got like those classic like we like see if you got like a pocket knife on you or some shit and we're like we gotta be we gotta get in these are for the show And, you know, it's some dude who's like, thinks his job's amazing. I can't let you in with that. I can't let you in with them bows. Man, you got crossbows. You're, like, walking dead. And I'm like, come on, dude. Just let me in. Like, why else am I trying to get in? I don't even have arrows on me. Like, I'm not going to shoot anybody up. So I call Chase up, and Chase meets. He's like, guys, come on. Like, get your heads out of your ass. Let them in. So they finally let us in. Then we get in there, and Chase... (laughs) We basically save the night for the prizes, and Chase... Gets us beer and puts us in VIP. So uh, who'd you see up there? So yeah, Chase throws us in VIP at the Badlands Film Festival, and we're up there like on our balcony. It was cool. Like we were sitting with all the Redline Marketing crew, and it was like I knew most people in VIP, which is awesome. And uh, we're sitting there, and I'm sitting there drinking a twelve dollar PBR. Eric didn't know all the beer was free, and he buys a twelve dollar PBR.
2: Makes <laughs> so a twelve. Yeah, there you
0: go. And he comes Classic. in, and we had never been to the Badlands Film Festival before. Film Festival before so we're watching the show i like, can join it it was a good time man it was cool um and <laughs> we're sitting there and somebody comes up and sits on next to me And look it's chip city and he's like damn dude when did you get here i'm like i don't know I, a little while kind of told him the story and i'm like perfect chip's one of our really good friends as you guys know i've heard him on the podcast a bunch and we hit that was a night man and then we met up with the you boys and kind of went Crazy yeah, from Yeah, I don't know
1: what was, big, what was more risky. You and Eric leaving me to in charge of Steve. Because, you know, Steve's a handful. He's oh, like a kid in Toys R Us trying to control him
0: around. I was
2: at stand-up at the outdoor group party.
1: Yeah, well. Good thing you did We made sure that didn't happen. Yeah. but uh, Steve's
0: like the little kid at the mall that needs a monkey backpack and the tail's the leash. <laughs> yeah. Dude, we. Uh, I, I
1: lost him probably five minutes after you left. I'm like, shit.
2: <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I uh, you know,
1: Clark and Paul.
2: Yeah, oh, shout out to Paul Biggs. Dude, Paul Great Biggs is know. the man. He, Me and him were just, uh, just kind of kicking it. I showed him how to do, like, he, he was talking about Snapchat. I'm like, oh, you don't follow me? And he's like, well, here, I'll give you my name. I go, Barry, pull your stuff up. And, like, so he pulled that up and I took a picture. He goes, whoa, that's wild. I go, isn't it? <laughs> it's uh, <clears throat> technology. Yeah, Craig uh, Craig Morgan played and uh, everybody, Tim Silvio was hanging out.
1: Oh yeah, Craig Morgan killed it. Yeah, he, he was did. Doing work, I wouldn't know.
2: Yeah, yeah you, wouldn't, you wouldn't know. You, you, you wouldn't know. But what you uh, what you do know is uh, who bought the pizza, Kurt.
0: We're coming back to that.
2: No, we're not going to come back to that.
0: <laughs> it was a, another inside joke, Steve making yeah. that no one in podcast land understands. Yeah,
2: whatever. Some people know, but it was a it was such a fun time. We got to meet a lot of cool people. A lot of people that. <clears throat> We talked to you. Josh and Kristen McDaniel were awesome. Great. They're awesome. TJ Unger and the beautiful Liz Unger. Brady. Fantastic. Brady. Man, Brady was there.
0: TJ Unger, man. That guy. Big shout out. Holy shit. He yeah. about made me cry. We podcasted with him, and I've never cried on an episode. And maybe you might count what we did was crying. But I was damn.
1: One of the coolest, nicest deeds i've ever met we uh, prayed on that episode
0: too that's <laughs> the first
2: the first time for everything i uh the
1: mic's lord
0: different. knows we need some jesus in here i was like it was really dusty when we podcasted oh for sure i got dude. so I much dust in sprayed. my eyes i think yeah, was i don't what,
1: know i think someone's vacuuming outside no
2: it was a and serious then, it was a serious thing oh, they puffing. Yeah, off, and they, yeah. they put tear juice in there
0: did uh, we, was did it count us crying no no we totally didn't cry we're men we don't i cry. would say maybe pretty damn close. TJ quoted, "We cried, we laughed, we bush lighted."
2: Yeah, we <laughs> that's, that's
1: a perfect thing to say, I guess. That yeah. was uh, Nice. What played. was that?
2: Oh, you know who else, you know who else we met? That was an absolute riot. Uh when we went up, uh we saw the chase. The Kyle, spri- from yeah, Kyle from Adrenaline Junkies. Yeah, oh. Kyle from Adrenaline Junkies. We met him We
0: became the- besties. Dude, that
2: guy is so awesome. He used to be a tenor too. And we met him at the scrape fix uh, booth, which uh, win. If, if you didn't know, Win Pros is now f- scrape. It's now scrape fix. And Dave was awesome Dave too. Dave is Dave's Incredibly the man. awesome. They were there, and we were just cutting up. And uh, dude, we fell in love with those dudes. Uh, well, with Kyle and his lovely wife, and Linda. Linda, I am. Super excited smoke to go. Smoke show. Smoke oh, show, she Kyle. Was a smoke show. Kyle, listen, uh, man.
0: Attaboy. Kyle, we love you. You know, you were a great time. But man, your old lady. <sighs>
1: tip my hat to you, sir she was absolutely
2: gorgeous they were always they, they, I, I may mention i mean, like they're always holding hands i go yeah i wouldn't let her get too far away cuz good <laughs> lord i was she talking was to
0: to chase uh, from rubline at uh, we were at the hyatt bar after after the badlands <laughs> oh, oh, oh. film festival and i you know i'm sitting there kind of mixing up with the boys the hyatt
2: was the place to be
0: it was good, and i'm sitting there talking to chase and, and a couple other guys and all of a sudden i get side swiped and I'm, like, leaned over, and someone's got my face, and it's kissing me on the cheek, and I cannot get away. Like, if he wanted to just take me away, it would have happened, because there was no getting out of this. Take
2: me away. And
0: I, at first, I thought it was Rob. Rob from Rattler Grips. And I'm like, <laughs> damn, he's stronger than I thought. And he then, gets
2: super strong when he's drunk, and it's funny, because
0: he's super drunk. I look up, and it's Kyle. <laughs> Kyle's got me. He's just like, what's up, dude? Like, And I'm like, oh, man. Scared the hell out of me. And it was... Uh, now he was awesome. If... There will be a podcast with Kyle from a journey. Oh, judges, absolutely.
2: Man. They man, I it, there there's certain people that you meet and you just like hit it off right away. We clicked. Uh, the, it was the like we have known us.
0: him for years, man. And the same thing with like the rubline the entire rubline crew is I felt like we have known all them guys for years. Like Big Mike I'll oh, whoop Big yeah. Mike's ass, and, guaranteed. And Dan and, uh, Drake
1: from Scent Crusher. It's just yeah. like it, it was, was like hun- a, you were hunting buddies forever.
0: Immediate family. And I don't know if it's because we're just big enough idiots and like people like us enough. Like I don't know what it is. but Maybe they feel bad for us. You, know. did they feel bad for us? Like, these guys are so dumb. Yeah.
1: <laughs> these
2: idiots. So stupid. Hey, for for everybody uh, wondering if uh, Steve trolled um, for uh, for a bunch of chicks, I did not. But there is a oh, pick with me
0: shucks. with a couple chicks. We got one. We got one. We got one. We, got one. we didn't want to. It's not meant to be bad, though. I haven't posted yet. Yeah, it was more of like a spur of the moment funny thing. Like once we got there, I was like, yeah, I don't want to do this, man. Like it's it's gonna bring negativity, and I, I was like, hey, it's funny, but I didn't want anyone like to post them and then people hate on it, right? So like yeah, we took one. Maybe I'll post it, but I. Uh,
1: That's a fantastic picture. It's a it's great it's, photo, it's man. Awesome. It's a
2: great photo. If it never sees the light it. of day, whatever. In but if it does, happy. cool too. We
0: should frame it, and hang it in the studio.
2: Yeah, it was it was totally a spur of the moment thing. Everyone was here. It's like. Steve, get in there and get a picture. I'm like, ladies, I'm getting a picture. Okay. And that was it. That was it. I mean, you know, we should have done a little bit more trolling. It would have been hilarious. But, hey, man, you know.
0: We didn't really have time for trolling.
2: Yeah, when you get there and you're like. We're all business. You're like, oh, this is a, this is a great idea. I'm going to troll. But then you start running into people like, like, like you said, like Kyle. Are you running into TJ? Anybody like that? You just, you ain't got time for that non-business, yeah. man. Uh there was a there was a couple other uh, other times I thought man I wish I wasn't being snapchatted right now so I could actually tell it.
1: Could yeah, I, let's hear it. No,
2: I'm kidding. When we ran... we tried to go up and talk to Scott Bakken, I don't know how many times. That, that dude is so pretty nobody can talk to him.
1: Like I was all business.
2: Finally talked to him as we were walking out the door. And that's uh, that's the only time we ever got That's the only time we ever got really like a lot of good uh good time to talk to him and we
1: saw him at Howl at the moon didn't we yeah
2: yeah as he was walking out too right
1: yeah that's true
2: yeah let's see what uh the
0: Hell at the moon bar that was an interesting <laughs> place uh, man we it's ata is a good time man you know it's all business but like a lot of like the major stories have to happen afterwards but it's just such a good place i don't know i can't i can't really explain it if you ever get the chance you got to go but it's just I, we're sitting here trying to tell you some stories, but then it's like as soon as we're going to turn
2: off, like oh man, shit! I should have told that one. It just there's so much stuff happens,
0: but it's it's one of the things. Like the show is amazing. There's so much stuff to see. We played with the techno hunt. That was awesome. Yeah, man, we got to split in forty grand and get one of them. Oh, names. absolutely!
1: Hey, I got. to— I, I, I will not
0: put in money for that. You I don't. Got, you don't think that was cool for forty grand. <laughs> dude T- no. <laughs> yeah you're right for 40 grand the technology is pretty fucking shitty like i want to be have a 3d elk walking towards my ass and have to be like be able to shoot it like quarter and two type of exactly. shit. exactly word up i get that i respect you for that but there is this uh i i this still point. pretty sweet i did you get a funny story a lot to tell of things you guys.
1: buy for 40 grand better than that
0: So anyway. yeah, you can buy a full-blown outdoor range like you could buy an <laughs> indoor range with like all the shit well maybe not for 40 grand
2: Maybe not. You remember the guy that was telling us that about? He's like, "Hey, I just Ro- set up for Rogan," and
0: then we saw it two days later on the Rogan's. Instagram. Yeah,
2: and the guy, he was like, "Oh, he talked to Rogan." He goes, "Yeah, I had no idea who the hell that
0: was." He's <laughs> like, "You guys know Joe <laughs> Rogan?"
1: No, I never heard of him. Who no, that
0: I don't know. who the hell's? That I had guy? a Rogan shirt on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <You did>. <laughs> <laughs> dude, never, it was never heard of him,
2: idiot. Yeah, he, I don't know, man. It was a, it was a fun time. That drive home was. So let's do this. Uh, let's, that drive home wouldn't have been as long because we gained an hour, but we terrible. lost it at the damn
0: McDonald's. Happened. I, I was, was dying. Let me uh, let me ask you as this, and Mark and Eric are not here to justify. Doug, what's your favorite thing about ATA and your least favorite thing about ATA?
1: My favorite thing was just meeting all the awesome people, like Chase, Dan, Big Mike, TJ, Brady, Philip, Clark. You keep going. I mean, I could go for days. Yeah, Kyle. And then the worst thing is that I couldn't drink there at ATA. That's my worst worst thing probably.
0: Welcome to the Working Class Hunter Podcast. Mm -hmm. Super sober edition. (laughs) I'm not an alcoholic, though. I'll say that. I don't need it. I I don't need it.
1: I just want it. (laughs) I can quit any time (laughs) I I want. I'll quit right now. Maybe.
0: Steve. Favorite and worst, favorite and least favorite thing of ATA? Uh,
2: favorite thing was just um, being around uh, being around a lot of like-minded individuals. Obviously, people who we've looked up to, people we've met, talked to, just being able to make new friends in a very friendly environment. Um, least favorite... Uh, Man, I was going to
0: say... Is it kind of fucked up to me to ask your least favorite thing about the ATA show?
2: No, because um, I'll tell you what my least favorite thing was. Um,
1: Actually, my least favorite thing is we had to leave. That word. word. man. That's... My
2: least favorite thing was the fucking food that was at the food courts.
1: That's the worst like, thing
2: to hate on at ATA. Your... That's not ATA's fault. I know. I know. It's not their fault, but it's like, dude, you're having these... Ven- and like, I got some... I. I got some pretzels, and, dude, they sucked. I gave one to Eric, and he threw it away.
1: (laughs) This is a brick.
2: It
0: sucked. Okay, so that's your least favorite thing. Which is pretty good. All right, all right. What about you? What was your favorite thing? You didn't ask me how I asked you. It's like a game show. You have to continue the trend. Kurt,
1: what was your favorite and least favorite thing about ATA, 2018? My favorite thing? Indianapolis. In Indianapolis, Indiana.
2: Indiana. At the Indianapolis Convention Convention Center. Center.
0: Okay, that January 9th through the (laughs) court. (laughs) The one thing that's sticking out most to me, if we go product-wise, like, my favorite thing at ATA, it's a ritual all day long. Like, that ritual is kind of floating around in the back of my mind. I can't stop thinking about it? Yeah, it's kind of like a really hot chick that smiled and winked at you for some weird-ass reason. Steve, you don't know what that's like, but it's pretty amazing. Yeah, like, I do. <laughs> Talk to your wife
2: all the time. Oh, zing! <laughs> zing. <laughs> zing! That's a compliment to your wife. Swing!
1: Swing! <laughs>
2: <laughs> did we save that video? Yeah, uh, you might have. Oh, I think I did. Better sure, I, then we better post that. <laughs>
0: so, um, the, that ritual is my favorite thing. echelon is a close second. But as far as, like experience wise ata i'm with doug like the people man like Mm -hmm. it's you know with for us an example we get to talk to so many people throughout the year um and interview so many people and to get to like meet up with them and hang out with them and develop a legitimate like real friendship is such a amazing thing and it just kind of solidifies in what the hunting I hate the word industry in this in this instance the hunting culture community is hunting community the hunting culture is all about is it's it's about the hunt but the camaraderie that you mm-hmm. share with these people is such an amazing thing like just such good people um so many good experiences that that's number one to me you know if if I could have those type of experiences every year during hunting camp and never kill anything. It wouldn't even matter man of course we all want to be successful on our hunts but that's that's key to me and it almost grounds you you know what i mean like communication and just experiencing good friendships is, is amazing is, it's just truly an amazing thing and my least favorite thing that's a really tough one even though like for me it seems like a lot of hustle and bustle like you know it's I feel like it's kind of my program and and kind of set up the podcast and kind of make sure things are facilitated correctly. It's You I, have more of
2: a job than to be able to experience the experience, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, like that's a fair that's a fair way to put it, but it's almost like it's a labor of love in a way like this podcast is and um, like I was talking to somebody today at work they're like what do you make on your podcast and I said you know if you broke it down hour to hour to what I put into it I <laughs> bet you I'm making <laughs> fucking two cents an hour I think we've
2: lost money And yeah, <laughs> so oh we're for sure in the negatives we're in the hole in and, this and but bitch. that's
0: fine though you know because I wouldn't trade it for the world man like this growth with you guys is such an amazing thing and I'm thankful for everything we've done and like Doug and, and Mark have kind of joined in on the ride and you know you guys were kind of the roadies at ATA so sorry for that but like we appreciate your help and I don't really have a least favorite yeah, he thing, was, man. He was the
2: limo driver, though, the way yeah, <laughs> to and was. pro.
0: I don't really have a least favorite thing, man, to be completely honest. I uh, I don't know. I'm just glad nothing went south and, and we utilized all our time there. And I don't know. It was all good. You guys fucking rocked it.
2: Hey, I want to change my answer to my favorite thing. What's that? That I picked the shittiest bar and the food was actually decent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we were down Plus, at, you have a good boss at your
0: podcast. Uh,
2: yeah, exactly. If you ever check out Basie's, if you're ever in... Uh, who
0: gave you money for the fucking pizza?
2: <laughs> <laughs> who paid for the fuck? All right. <laughs> so, if you ever go to this place, you're in India, and you're at Lucas Oil Stadium. Like, it's weird. Like, you see this big stadium, and my whole thing, I was uh, like... Because I didn't grow up in a huge city like that. I was like, oh, yeah, dude, it's just going to be, like, nice places all around. It's like, no, dude, just like any other downtown, but... Next to our nice hotel through the parking garage, there's this little hole in the wall bar called Basie's, And dude, the food was dynamite.
0: It was good. It saved me. For the it night. was wild. It I couldn't believe me. it. Saved my life. <laughs> <laughs> all right, boys. What have we not covered that needs to be covered yet?
2: Oh, hold on, I'll think of something. This is a
0: different realm podcast, you know. It's one we didn't touch on the hunting on physically hunting at all. Hey,
1: uh guess guess what Mark's favorite thing was? Let's, oh, all, let's all try God, and guess no, and what no, Mark's No, we gotta
2: talk about Mark. Oh, Mark, yeah, yeah. Mark took he was like just taking videos and he's stuff. Little, he was hilarious. Dude. Dude, dude, we I, I think we're gonna start something I think he Mark's, for T M Z cre- Dude, Mark's creepy yeah. photos. He's taking pictures of like Tiffany while he was holding his phone at like chest level and where she's like half peeking around a corner. Dude, like Tim Wells getting a pizza. <laughs> yeah. He's just taking pa- and, it was,
1: and he's like, dude, it was he's like pointing the like, at it, was just it's like it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, we dude. know Mark. He's like
2: He's like, man, I got a picture of the Kiefer Brothers. Yeah, what were they doing? Oh, well, they're in the urinal. So, so, so did you
1: get a picture with them? He's like, no, 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 I wouldn't do that. I dude, saw a stick.
2: Yeah, you you have is- to see the pictures that Mark took. I'm like, oh my god, it was like he was wearing like a body cam for a police officer, dude. No,
0: we need to but, put a compilation of Mark's creepy ATA photos. 2018. 2018. Oh my god, they're
2: hilarious, dude. Hashtag
1: Mark the creep, the creeper. <laughs> he needs a mustache. Wow, well, what does that mean? I said, he needs a mustache well, yeah. only. The mustache was a hit.
0: Imagine Mark because the mustache was the biggest fan. The, the mustache is what made us at ATA this year. Oh yeah, you better have a bigger. You better have a full-blown fucking Fu chew next. You think ATA. so?
2: Yes. You can't grow it, can you?
1: Maybe.
0: Oh
2: god, <laughs> All right, stick mustache! A, I, got, a, I
0: got a year to prep. You need a little soul patch, dude. You no, have a peach no. fuzz
2: on your. Uh, <laughs> I'm not I, doing soul. I'm patch I'm calling you out about not even have peach fuzz while my voice cracks. <laughs> Dude, you, yeah, mind a lot of time, don't worry about it. That Fu Manchu better be...
0: You know what I look like when I shave a mustache? You know one of the dudes from the Blink from 82 video? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what I look like with a dude, mustache. You should, we should all just go mustaches next no,
1: year.
2: No, because I'll look like Farva.
0: Dude, you look... I <laughs> know, <laughs> Paul, like, yeah, I'll be Paul Blart. <laughs> dude, I could do some sick chops. Like, look here, I'm if for no one... You can't see this in podcast land. All right, but believe it. Oh, dude, hey, I'm... Uh, you and Podcast Land, Kurt's got
2: sick we're chops doing it. going on. Ham right, chops. What, what were we saying about Mark? I'm sorry, before I cut you off, I forgot to bring that. Remember
1: on. how uh, what Ralph and Vicky did for him and him and his dad? Oh, that was dude. so awesome.
2: I walked by Ralph and Vicky, uh, Ciancerullo, and, and RJ. R- was and there. RJ,
0: yeah, RJ was nice man. He d- was super like, nice. He's I like, w- I very
2: walked by and they're all, like, kind of outside where we are, and they're all just on their phone texting. And, like, I walk by, and I just go, huh, anyone got a phone I can borrow or something? And they all go, they all perk up. on my screw I'm just screwing with you. And I think <laughs> they, they recognize us when we talked to them earlier, and uh, we just kind of started shooting the breeze, and you guys kind of filtered out. And, uh, you know, we were, we were talking a little bit, and uh, he, I, I think Mark goes, hey, can I get a picture for my father? You know, it was a video. Video. No, no, no. He said, "Can he I get a picture for a picture because my because uh. his dad loves their show." And they, uh, Ralph, goes, "Screw it, let's do a video." And one take. I didn't know that one take, dude. They didn't even plan it. All of a sudden, it was like, "Hey, pops, it's a dude." And they went into it. And if you never believed that Ralph and Vicky were absolute superstars, oh, they are. I literally witnessed that shit happen. I'm like, oh my god, like. That's the, the thing I was telling business. you, man.
0: That's the thing I was telling you. Like, when, you, when we were talking about Ralph and Vicky on video, I bet she takes them no time to do their, like, commentary no. on their video because how they, like, bi- they're like, cool dynamic of how they bicker, that's how they really are, man. Like, Ralph, my first year at ATA, full-blown was my hero, man. Like, gave me so much good advice and just, like, I watched him interact with Vicky and they were just so cool. Like, the way they talk to each other and it's so funny. Yeah, because... They're the best. And they're like an hour from us. It, exactly. I wish we could just go there all the time and podcast with them. And maybe one day we will, I don't know. But that's one thing I do want to set up, like to, to go to their place and like podcast and like experience them like in the real. Which I think we get the real of them every time we're at that show. Uh-huh. But it's they're there's something else, man. They have a quality, quality like I guess I don't know what Product, but the yeah. product is them. My whole thing with like pro
2: wrestlers is I love, and you guys know I love pro wrestling. I love promos, and promos are the thing that sells.
0: Yeah, Ralph and Dickie right up your alley then, man. And but they're not fake, though. Yeah, like when, pro I'm, when I'm telling all great, you, dude, all real.
2: when they cut a promo, it was literally screw that, let's do it. And they bolt well, it one off. There was no script. Mark didn't say, I, I, I want you to.
1: Mark just smiled. He's like, I don't He's want you to say geezin'. anything. Mm-hmm.
2: I think like maybe all they asked was what's your dad's name and i think they used it you know what i mean but they've either just been doing that for so long or they are just so good but to see that happen where all of a sudden they were like yeah let's do it as they as they were pulling up you know i I think it was you taking it to take the photo and says let's do a video and they went into it like that and it's flawless it just shows how genuine
0: a people they are man like it just shows like I don't know why they're. I mean, they are one of the biggest names in the industry. Like I've I've grow I've grown up watching them in hunting camp when I hunted Fulton County with all those guys. Ralph and Vicky were top of the map, and and they still are. Man, that it goes to show why they they have gotten to where they are. And the same thing with like the Bone Collector and the Realtree Boys. Man, it's you don't get like Chris Brackett's a perfect example. Like a douchebag will fall if you are a douche and you're not genuine. You will sink in this industry, and it's it's good to know that. Yeah, and it's good to know that he wasn't there trying to fucking rebuild shit because I would I would have smacked him right in his nuts. We, we still been. don't
1: know. Yeah, he might have been. In we his think mind he of was liked. the
0: Sasquatch guy for Jack Links, but we don't know that for
2: sure. You know, yeah, I mean, obviously, Can't confirm it's a, nor deny that could have been. Dude, it's all about being genuine, and I wish know, I
0: had but, the uh, the sci fi tone. What are you talking about? Ding, 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 ding. God damn it. What, what sci-fi tone are you talking
2: about? Keep talking. I'll find that All right, it. yeah. Find that, uh, find that sci-fi tone. But yeah, man, it, we did meet a lot of genuine people. I mean, there was obviously some guys that were like kind of salesy, but you have to be if you're trying to push yeah, your no, product.
1: But I'd say for the most part, everybody was super genuine, super nice. Stop. Keep going.
2: Yeah, you go, uh, you go walk up to... To a lot of our, uh, like a lot of our... No, I gotta hear this now. It's coming. (laughs) The X-Files theme song.
1: And just Chris Brackett walking in a Sasquatch. Trapping. (laughs) Trapping.
2: So congratulations! This is the second most hood thing that has happened on the podcast. Actually, third, playing <laughs> hood music and playing and putting up to the microphone. Hey, hold on, my little homie, want to shout it? Shout yeah! Second
0: out. most hood thing that's ever happened. Check on the out pod. my mixtape. Oh, dude. I mean, I mean, what else? Like that was awesome. That was a good. That was a good bring up. Like the thing is, like if we got to shine someone up in the industry, this is the time to do it, man. Because oh,
2: it's got to be yeah, Ralph and Vicky. Uh, we already talked about uh, Kyle from uh, Kyle and Linda from the uh, uh, drum Junkies. junkies. Holy shit, dude. I could not believe that. Oh, oh yeah, you got it. Uh, where's my snare?
0: <laughs> I don't know why this got brought up. Chris Brackett. Oh, yeah. yeah. Bigfoot. Chris Brackett in the Bigfoot uniform. Could this be him? Could Chris just, Brackett I'm, be at the ATA show? All and I'm the saying... Bigfoot? Let this sink in. Because <laughs> we have suspicion that Chris Brackett was in the Jack Link's Bigfoot costume.
1: All I'm saying is look into it. Look into it. Dude,
2: he was the building seven of... (laughs) (laughs) Never mind. Never mind. Hey, uh, here's something that... uh, Can I just play this in the background while you talk? Yeah. No. Yeah. Here's something that uh, I learned because uh, we were trying to see who had the best mullets. And there was absolutely one great mullet. And I, that was the one thing I brought up with real. I was like, hey, dude, check out this guy's Kentucky waterfall over here. The El Camino headrest. He thought that was the funniest thing. And when you called it an El Camino headrest, I thought that was the funniest damn thing I'd ever heard in my life. It is classic. The El Camino headrest is the one thing <laughs> I'll remember from ATA 2018.
1: <laughs> That's the one thing you remember? The
2: El Camino headrest. Uh, What's, um... Oh, you know what? You know what? I do, I do remember. Uh, we ran into some other local. We ran into a lot of local guys, um, but there was you guys had a funny story. We went up to the Lone Wolf, uh, Lone Wolf stand, and we ran into Frank. What was his name? And he was the guy Frank. who was like he he was coming to like a show and his truck broke down.
1: He's coming to no, he's shooting coming Donahue. To, he was shooting Donahue. Oh,
2: shooting Yeah, shooting Donahue. His, his truck broke down, and we we're just telling him where we're from. And dude, he was super cool. Uh, you know, Lone Wolf's what? Chilley. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Uh, A little bit south of there, but, you know, it's just, I mean, it's weird. You know, you're in Indianapolis, but, like, when people ask you where you're from, you say, ah, Quad Cities. And they're like, what? I'm like, oh, yeah. And he start explaining because everybody's from, like, everywhere. You know, there's, like, guys from down south.
0: Well, let's Uh, talk about this, man. Like, we met a lot of cool people that actually recognized us, which, to me, is freaking mind-blowing. That Like is wild. That is just crazy. It's weird, isn't it? It's so weird because we're a podcast. We're not like a video thing, and, and that's awesome. That people would know, like, or see our logo and know. And super thankful for that. I, I, I just feel it feels weird, but it's it's really awesome. But I don't know, man. I think you know, hunting season's over. ATA is over. We got a lot of things coming for you guys. We're we're doing our best to make this podcast all it can be. If there's something you have a recommendation for, let us know, please. If there's somebody that you want to hear on the podcast, just let us know. Tag tag them in, in something that we have posted and, or message us, do anything, and uh, we'll do our best to respond or try and get them on the show. Um, you know, We try to get as many people on the show as possible, um, especially after ATA. We have a lot of scheduling to do coming up, especially with trying to get these ATA episodes released. So we're going to be booked up, but... If you yeah. have someone that you would like to hear on the podcast, tag them and or and tell them to contact us, or you contact us, and it, it's it's easier if they contact us for scheduling purposes. Um, but no, man, we're gonna hustle out 2018. We did 80 hours of podcasting last year, downloadable content, 66 episodes. We're gonna surpass that this year. We and started out with a pretty
1: good. We amount. started
0: out strong. And by the way, next week the. 20 it'd be technically the 2018 it's always in the past year so it'd be the voting for the 2017 podcast awards will be up where you could vote on your favorite episode and i think there's four or five categories this year i'll have that released hopefully by monday i'm not sure what the day is monday um but next week, the voting should be up on workingclassbowhunter.com. You go there, you just select your favorite episode per category, vote, and there'll be an award voted to them. And that's something we're kind of doing for fun to uh, promote our podcast, promote interaction with the people that have been guests on our podcast, and interaction with our listeners.
2: Yeah, I I did want to bring up before we went into that, I did meet our biggest fan, Tony Casella. What's up, Tony? I, I even gave you the head nod on the podcast. No one saw, it though, but... I, I don't know if he's our biggest fan. He said he was. I think he told me. I, th- I think I autographed his arm. What? What? No, I don't think that happened. Where was I? I
0: don't think that you happened. You were watching either. me. You were holding happened.
2: his arm while I autographed it. I don't think that happened either. It didn't happen. Just kidding.
0: Is that a made-up
1: thing? That was made-up.
2: Might have been. Okay. I, oh. I, I, I was just trying to add content, because we've got 80 hours we got to kill.
1: Do you even need to add content on... Um, no, I, I don't need I to, we but we need numb. minutes. Alright, like, did, all right, did this we, not just we,
2: burn like 15 seconds? Should we Those just end her at 15 that? 15 more seconds
0: that we need. Should we just end her at that? I think hey. so. Is this our new outro music? No. Should be. By the way, from this episode on, guys, listen for episode Conspiracy Theories with N. If you do and you call them out, there'll be free gear for you, but you gotta find them. They'll be hidden tight. We're not gonna call them out. If you find them, You'll get some free working class bow hunter gear or gear from our sponsors if we can pull it off. Wu-Tang. They will be very hard to find because we're not trying to give out shit for free. No.
1: Not trying to. But if you kinda, find them, you know, busy, we will. Kind of busy running here.
0: That's right. I think we should close it out right now. Thanks, Chase, again from Online Marketing. Steve, you got anything? He's the man. Nope. Thank you to everyone that listens to this podcast. We love the hell out of you season's over it's time to be ready for next year show season baby what's that shed hunting season baby oh that's right go shoot your bow we love you